Hey guys, welcome back to the another podcast. Today we have Aditya Shah, who is author of Food Winking Hope, a book which is all about internal battle and choice we make. This book is specifically set in the Nainital, which talks about what is a mental health and how we should go about it and what is purpose of living. If you enjoy that kind of stuff, then make sure you check out this book. You will definitely enjoy it. There is a link in the description. You can buy that book. And now let's get back to the podcast. Before we talk about mental health and purpose of life, Aditya, would you like to introduce yourself? So by profession, I am a financial trader, ideally. I'm a very analytical person who looks on numbers. That's my job. That's my day job. By night, I tend to become a person who likes to write. Who likes reading about books, likes reading about philosophy, likes reading about different cultures. That's the person I am as an individual. Uh, uh, my you know journey with writing started at a very young age in school. I used to love writing then. I was always good at English essays, but. So from there, I had a habit of storytelling. And from that, I wrote the odd article, the odd blog in college, which really picked up. And it kind of helped me understand that this is a craft I can use. This is a craft which I can develop. And I was also inspired by shows like Californication, Castle, where you saw writers you know, have successful careers. Not to mention, I was a big fan of J.K. Rowling. Everyone was. So yeah. that's a bit about my journey. Uh, yeah, that's how I ended up writing eventually when I had free time in this lockdown. I took that time to get back to something I love, like a passion project. Okay. I mean, I have a little bit different story. Uh, kind of my writing was bad. And that's the reason I started writing with the blog and everything, just because I wanted placement at the end of my college. So one of my teacher told me you should write online. That will help you to boost your confidence and writing. So probably we are into the kind of different category, I will say. <laughs> no, no, sir. That's absolutely true. I remember towards the end of my MBA. A financial faculty had asked me to write a financial blog to make my resume look very different from my competitors or my peers. Okay. So I remember writing articles on how to trade and mindset of a trader and researching that space during that time because it was an interesting article to write. And it was something to make you, give you a unique uh, USP at that point. Right, so right. writing is that's how I, I you leverage that skill I and mean, I completely understand why they asked you to write at that point in time. True, true. So my mine was over about just to improve my writing uh, just so I can get better uh, score into the TCS or any Capgemini interview so I can get into the, you know, ultimately job. So that was basically my story. But talking about your journey, like you love writing from childhood. So uh, like from the childhood, like what was your inspiration to write? I mean, obviously the J.K. Rowling, as you told, it is one of the greatest in- inspiration, I will say. But apart from that, what other inspirations you had? So let's look at it this way. Uh, as a student in school who was always in trouble because I was always the backbencher association car prize president. Okay. okay. So we had to be very creative in giving excuses so that our parents would not be called. <laughs> so I would, I would always come up with a lie or a fancy lie to get out of trouble. 
so that skill of storytelling kind of started from there also because we had this mandatory library period in school right you had these 40 minutes every day where you had to read so it was right. given a lot of importance in our school uh, in calcutta so i remember picking up so many you know eric blightons tom hardy's hardy boys literally just go for it so we read a lot of books during that time and that really helped me get a grasp on my language and you know then you went to shakespeare's and you always read the ncrt material but i always enjoyed that class a lot more because i loved the fact that our teachers were very interactive during that period and they made me enjoy the language classes more than the mathematical classes okay so from there came the love for stories oh that's awesome which yeah and that also translates into the content you watch today like tv shows during our times you know 2000s is when you had the friends boom you had the how i met your series you had the two and a half men you had all those tv shows which are funny 20 minutes each right, right. so when you are exposed to them you tend to get into a language pattern like you enjoy the language more so once you start enjoying the language and the way it's told you start you know creating stories in your mind you give that can into your imagination okay yeah exactly i can resonate with you completely because in college like there was a time when we are most interested into kind of you know romance stuff that kind of stuff and i used to read a lot of romantic books and i remember writing one short essay uh, dear future wife and that literally went viral on instagram like i wrote complete around 6 to 8 paragraphs to my dear future wife because i was reading a lot of romantic stuff but yeah definitely i can resonate with you like what we consume ultimately we try to become that yeah cool if just for coming back to your dear future wife article which you wrote you saw how i met your mother the entire story was him narrating to his children how he had met his wife right yeah, and yeah. he writes articles to his future self he refers to his future self multiple times and his past self in that story so that just tells you a way of storytelling and i'm sure if somehow how if you would have seen that content would have inspired you to write what you wrote right right exactly i mean that's how like until you become what you consume like there is one sentence i read a lot of time on twitter Absolutely. or any book or the blog like you become what you consume so but like i would love to know like you are reading mostly you know shakespeare that kind of stuff as you said then currently what was your inspiration to write this book i mean to related to little bit of psychology medical that kind of stuff because you are from very okay, you know so number background am, and as you said I, Yeah, yeah. So, so the story behind the, me writing this book was I had a lot of friends, okay, who used to come to me with their problems and their issues, which I heard a lot. Like I'm a very good listener. I tend to be the person who people unload their stuff on, and I'm more than happy to hear it. You know. So from that point of view, I understood a lot of issues they were going through and how therapy helped them. because they went some of them went into therapy and i heard their stories and like like they were going through certain problems and issues in their life so once i heard that i was curious if someone is helping you constantly is constantly in touch with you hearing your problems on a day to day basis and who's hearing him out who's helping him right that's when you i was concerned about more of the therapist point of view than my 
friend. I know it sounds rude to say this, but at this point in time, as a writer, as a person who's a storyteller, the therapist seemed like a very interesting character to have that much empathy. It just seemed phenomenal, and that's where I got curious about this space. Then I started researching this space, and that's when the story got kind of developed. That a therapist has access to a number of people. a number of characters a number of people who are going through stuff right so he has access to so many people he's being engaged by so many different and varied issues so as a writer i felt that this character has something interesting in this character needs to be discovered okay. and that's what landed me to research this space and write this story yeah that's that's kind of interesting i mean how you connected real stories plus adding your little bit of fiction part and making this a great book which i like i'm about to finish like you want to have uh, i i'm using your note as a bookmark actually <laughs> you can say that <laughs> because <Please>. usually, <laughs> well, hey, usually yeah. <laughs> i will probably finish it by tonight or probably by day after tomorrow so like as you said it's a, it's a collection of stories and it's just it's about therapist and we, as we are talking like one of the important po- point i realized in pandemic is more about mental health or how to deal with the mental issues in your life so what's your take on the mental health and how you see mental health from your research and from thinking about future so i'd like to say that today mental health in india particularly is at a very young stage it's a very nascent stage true yeah before you continue it is to be yeah before you continue like there was a one saying saying or I, rather i will say that when we ask someone are, are you going for a therapist then people say that are you mad or people try to treat that people like a mad like i have witnessed this with lot of my friends and as you say that this is into the young generation i can completely resonate with that it absolutely i mean it's never given enough importance as physical health is uh physical health is given as you know paramount importance in our i don't think insurance companies cover mental health nowadays and they should if you ask me right because mental health is very critical to who we are as individuals it is the mindset of us for our existence and the fact that it's not talked about it's not given the due credence is really sad today a guy might be suffering from depression he might be suffering from anxiety and might be doing a high pressure job and he might not be suited for it and there is no way for him to know the symptoms because it's not even discussed open and if he wants to go for treatment to do his high pressure job also it's looked down upon right it's looked down upon today you might be a high financial trader one of the characters in the book is a financial trader so a financial trader has a high pressure job he might very well need to need uh, to get some counseling to deal with his stress but he'll be hesitant to get it because there's so much stigma around it and this stigma comes from our history today there was this uh, you know funny line i heard ki kisi ko mata chal jati in the past was basically a split personality disorder because you had you know you, you it was assumed as a stigma that mental health is kisi ko mata chal jati hai you know aadmi pagal ho jata hai but it's actually just a split personality disorder which is a very common thing it's not suffering to be tabooed it's treatable it's manageable but the fact that that person is disregarded from society such an extreme level in the past that its stigma is still valid today like exactly saying what you were 
रेफरिंग टू की नो आदमी आदमी को तुम आई यू गोइंग टूडे टू गेट एनी ट्रीटमेंट मेंटल हेल्थ ट्रीटमेंट इज कंसिडर्ड पागल आदमी व्हिच इज नॉट द राइट वे टू लुक एट इट देयर इज अ वेरी वेरिंग डिग्री ऑफ दैट वर्ड सो डोंट आई मीन डोंट यू थिंक दैट इज आल्सो गोइंग टू अफेक्ट और बिकॉज़ ऑफ दैट पीपल आर नॉट गोइंग टू द थेरेपिस्ट लाइक पीपल हु आर well aware they will definitely go to the therapy but who are not aware or who think about probably log kya kahenge so they usually try to avoid the therapy like have you came across this incidents while doing your research yeah, or ab- absolutely you know people are very hesitant to go to therapist it's like are there nothing wrong with me i'll take care of the problem it's just a matter of time you know it's a phase is and people keep on put, denying themselves the right to do this when they shouldn't they hesitate and this hesitation is coming from a stigma because society is not educated society is not developed yet it, it's very odd to go to a counselor here but if you go to new york if you, like in my experience in new york during my mba going to a counselor was like mandatory it was a very normal thing so right. this difference is visible here and that is exactly why we need to talk about it you know mainstream movies like dear zindagi He did a try to do a decent job about it, but they started a conversation. It's up to us to take it forward. Like if you look at Bhul Bhulaiya, it was a uh, in that regard. It didn't help the conversation. It was more theatrics rather than helping with dealing with the mental disorder the patient had, and that is coming from the stigma, which is mass oriented. True, true, exactly. If you so- think about it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, I I do resonate because uh, it, two years back I was there uh, while I was juggling between the two careers, like this one career of marketing and my engineering careers. So I quit my engineering careers after around I got a job into the MNC, but at 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 least after eleven days I quit my job. I realized that this is something I cannot do. But I was hesitated to talk about to my parents and all of that kind of stuff. So I can definitely connect with that. But obviously, I did consultation. I went. for all of this around 2 months but after 2 months i was completely fine and back on track with what i really wanted to do so while doing this like what was the hard part you will say like obviously uh, i am going to talk about the book the writing part later but while doing your research and have you been through any of this situation and what was your experience so as i said i did a lot of yeah. research for this book uh, primary and secondary primary research i did speak to a lot of people who are in therapy i spoke to a couple of psychologists and students of psychology as well to get their insights and their opinions about things like whether a you know how are they dealing with this whether a therapist sees a therapist himself which they do most therapists have to you know consult someone else to take out their frustration or their discussion after they have to you know the amount of pressure they have the amount of empathy they give to other people they also require the same so that's why they are human and that's exactly why that was a very interesting aspect i found more importantly i always wanted to understand how do they deal with this term count sorry uh sorry audible audible is it audible yeah 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 uh how do they deal with counter transference for example you know not to let their own personal judgment impact what is in front of them because it's very difficult to be a third party in a conversation you know as individuals we are tend to get emotionally invested in, 
into what we are hearing. So today, if I hear someone suffering with something, I will get emotionally invested, right? And I, that might not be the most ideal way to deal with the situation. Right. So to to have that continuous resolve is something difficult. So I remember talking to people about it. I also conducted. I read a lot about articles about the ailments covered in the book. I read a lot about it. I read journal medical journals about it because I had to read articles, essays. So I ensured that I would cover the medical part of the book very thoroughly, so that that would not be, you know, that in case. Anyone ever reads this book? They don't have that problem. That it's not medically accurate. As much as I try to dramatize it as a fictional writer, I tried keeping that authenticity as much as I could. So that part of the research was very difficult because it was uh, heartbreaking to read about it. To be honest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, so out of all of these around thirty, forty stories, or forty-five, sixty stories. what was your favorite story like when you writing the book what what the character you like the most and what was you more resonate with from your books so the book is technically about 7 or 8 characters it's not 46 characters Four, chapter 40 chapter 46 chapters the 46 chapters exactly yeah. about their lives going on in a day to day time period now the character i resonated most to was with satish because that's the guy Who are, that's more me to be honest because I'm that character is very easy to write because that character is non-threatening. He's sitting, enjoying his life. He has his own up, ups and downs. His issues may seem trivial to the world, but they are important to him. And in the context of the story, they sometimes do appear trivial. And he's very uh, how do I put it? He's the jester in the group. He's the guy who people come and talk to. He's the guy people can laugh with. And he's just trying to make sure that everyone's having a good day. and that's something right. i resonate with because that's something that's kind of way i like to live my life also like i like to be the guy who's available always never bothered or always there to talk to everyone available constantly yeah sorry okay. about that yeah so uh, i know is little bit personal question but whom do you go to when you yeah. need someone <laughs> so for me that person's always been my sister um my sister and i have been very close since you know donkey's years to be honest like i remember she was the person i would go to whenever i was in trouble whenever i had uh, you know gotten into trouble in school she was the person i would just, like the teachers would only call her because we both were in the same school for the longest time so i would always be like please aaj mom dad ko mat batana please mat batana khol mat khol na meri so she's always been a pillar of support to me and you know so yeah she's the person i go to with all my problems always Okay, that was a little. I mean, out of the question, just wanted to know from my personal experience. So, okay, now let's talk a little bit about your writing journey. Like, how you came, obviously we now know that how you can came across this idea of writing book and everything. What was your writing process? Because writing a book is not that easy. I remember you can write one paragraph, two paragraph, one essay, one blog. That's easy. I mean, you know what to do it. But writing a book. even for me it's right now it is out of my area concept so how you deal with that and what was your writing process so i'm going to be honest here uh, when i originally started i did not have a writing process when i first started the story when the story i was conceptualizing i didn't have a process in front of me. i 
I started from basically a paper and a pen, and I was like, "Let me write five thousand words today, and let's just see what happens." So I wrote the first five thousand. I wrote the second five thousand, and they had no connection to this story at all. Literally, they went to the scrapyard after a bit because I was describing things which weren't even relevant. Then I was like, "Let me make this process better." So I wrote what I want to cover, like the basic storyline, which was I wanted to talk about two characters, mainly Ayan and. Man- Manoj. Now, once I identified that I want to talk about Ayan and Manoj, I decided to develop their backstory. Then I took out an Excel spreadsheet, the analytic analytical mind in me took over, and I started drafting. Okay, this guy is this person. This is the story I want to show for this person. This is the story I want to show for this person. Now, what are the characters I need for this person? And that's how I started connecting each character. That I want to show this. I want to show that. I want to show X. And I started plotting it out in Excel. Once after that, plotted it out on Excel. I then started writing. Okay, because I, I when I talked with a lot of lot of others, like I did talk with Amish Tripathi, then uh, Chitra Banerjee, a lot of big others. There are two processes only. I realized first process is like you go with one chapter, two chapter, three chapter. Like you know only end point, and you just go with the flow. And the second method, I realized that you first know first and last point. and you try to add fill up the gaps between that so these are the two process someone talks or always they talks about and what from you realized uh, it's creating a big flow chart and then trying to add the back story with each character right so i no no so you are exactly right so when you're going to this so what i tried first was the first approach was going with the flow and i realized that i was going nowhere with the flow because right. i couldn't connect the dots in my mind i was too Started. I was writing things which were not related, so I said, "Let me help myself better. Let me make a plan." So then I identified that I had two main protagonists, and I identified their Existing. starting point and their ending point. Right. Yeah. So that these are the two main protagonists whose story I want to cover across these forty-six chapters. I want to cover these two people in particular. Now, around these two people, I started building the other characters. So that's okay. Why the book starts with Doctor Manoj Sinha's uh, first chapters through Doctor Manoj Sinha, and then when he goes to Nainital, is the change agent, and that's how the story picks up because he is the set starting point of the story. Right, right. Yeah. So eventually, I fell to the second method you are referring because that is the most common method used. If you go to an acting cl- uh, writing class today, that's what they will teach you: that starting point identify करो, ending point identify करो. and you identify your main characters arc and accordingly you automatically realize what characters where you want who you want where what is each character's role in the story ah that's that's a good i mean whenever i talk with doctor these are the only three, two approach i came across obviously you explain the second but in your own way i would say yeah it happens because for everyone it's a different experience i mean you I tried writing going with the flow. I really did because I wanted to write something like that. You know, see, out of the top of my mind, every day something nice I'll write. But I, I found it very difficult to find the same emotion every day because yeah. as a writer, you you're writing what you're feeling, right? So to be in that headspace all the time is very difficult, right? To get yourself in the same headspace every day is very difficult because not every day is the, the same. Same, right? So you, yeah, so you have to have a bit of a layout in your mind. Key. you know this is what i'm trying to do so this particular 
when you are in that particular zone you write that segment when you are in a different zone you write a different segment hmm true true so how how long it took to write this complete book i mean it's obviously it's a big book not that small so just out of curiosity i'm asking this around yeah it so i tell you what i started writing around october 2019 was when i started okay. the first chapter of going with the flow but yeah. let's look at uh, february 2020 end of february 2020 is when i actually started writing like when as after like till october to february i was just fantasizing and coming up with the layout and structure and trying to go about it at a very small snail pace the lockdown happened and i got time in march and Jan- march april may to really push the writing process and by october i was now in the editing phase so it took that much time so i would call it 6 months from february to october so yeah. about 8 months sorry in 6 to 8 months okay that's good time actually because uh, currently like i was in talk with few authors from the us and uk so it's almost taking them around 1 year to 2 year and again the editing part and lot of stuff so like while the writing book have you felt like you should quit or you should you should not do this because there is this common emotion you get when you don't see any progress yaar ho raha hai nahi ho raha hai what i should do what i should don't do have you come across that emotion so i can agree to that like that emotion did come to me and it's not that it came because of you know the pro- progress in the book the progress of the book was immaterial to be honest i wasn't looking to write a book that was not my goal when i was started writing i started writing because i found it like i was giving back to a passion of mine i was for me it was more therapeutic for my own journey to write writes about something i found it a very satisfying experience so it wasn't about writing a story it was about writing getting words and making all those words matter right and so so my perspective was slightly different i mean there were a lot of people who told me what are you writing about why are you writing it's not like you're doing this out of any profession you don't need to do this right just forget it this come out chill with us but no i was very much uh, of the opinion ki no like uh, this is something i am passionate about and i want to do it and it is not that i needed to happen overnight i was more than happy to give it a year maybe two years of my life because it was a passion project it wasn't something i'm looking to do instantaneously mm-hmm. right that's but yeah so- there is but a lot of people will feel that segment ki no that there's no progress there's no materialistic progress that your story isn't moving forward but for that i'll just say just believe in what you're doing because everyone has a unique voice it's important to stick to it and you will find ways to connect your story and people will appreciate what you do in all walks yeah actually yeah that that's that's so true so like right we are talking about the progress and thing so one last question about writing that i want to ask is have you felt a writer's block like at any moment in those last 6 to 8 month where you <laughs> i mean that's a common question but how you deal with that how you dealt with yeah that? yeah i so there are two ways to look at writer's block okay according to me there is one phase of writer's block which i call exhaustion it's basically you have emotionally exhausted yourself that you can't find the words to express what you're feeling or your thoughts or your stories and you 
exhausted your emotions out of and that's when you need a break and you have to find you know you have to find that time so let's say for example you have to take you write maybe you've been writing for 45 minutes assuming take the next 15 minutes to just take a break if this is a short term solution to a smiled writer's block the other writer's block is when you are completely exhausted because you have given out all the stories you have whatever thoughts you had whatever small stories of your life you've experienced you put it all already there and now you have nothing new to tell and you've lost your voice when you're going through that the only way to do it is find something you're passionate about and start living life again start going out start spending time with your friends that story will come to you so if you're a writer it will come to you automatically you will see something randomly happening on the street which will tell you ki this is worth talking about like you know you will find that inspiration in the most mundane things it might just be a switch it might be a fan you will find a metaphorical meaning to it it's because that writers had to get activated when you start living life you can just let it go for 3 months 4 months you will find that creative bug come back but the other one is emotional exhaustion so there are two types of writers block in my opinion to be honest and to wait, the only way to deal with them is take time take those 5 minutes every day take those 15 minutes every day relax and don't take stress about it because the more power you give to your blocks or weaknesses the more strength it has to be on you so the more space you give yourself the more 5 minutes of meditation you do in the morning the taking fives about you know taking 5 minute breaks will revitalize you and help you get back to your game and get back to your writing So for like for me, whenever I was struggling, I would listen to the Beatles. I would just like need an album of the Beatles. I would need to hear the song yesterday, or you know, here comes the sun, and my mood would change, and that would help me write. Like I would always do that. That was my escape to write, dealing with my writer's block. Whenever I felt exhausted writing a character, because right when you're writing a dark scene, it takes you to dark places. So. to break that monotony you need to constantly you know find things which gratify you find things which make you you it could be music it could be drawing it could be just sitting and having a coffee with a friend right But it's important you give yourself those time you know get on that phone call whenever it's needed hmm that's that, that's so true i mean i usually go on the trek or the hiking because that's something that gives me more about creative phase and like as we are talking about writing what anything you are currently writing like any future plans regarding any book or any new concept or just right now focusing on this book so so honestly uh, i have a bunch of book ideas right now i just feel my journey is begun in this space so i can tell you about multiple ideas i've had like i've made outlines and i've written rough estimates i've broken it down chapter wise but I haven't honestly given gotten back into writing writing aggressively. I've just written the odd chapter here and there. You know, like if it's a twenty chapter story, I would need five or seven chapters. I haven't given it my whole heart because I've been focusing on other projects. But I I will come back with you with a couple of other stories if I have the opportunity to. Because I think, as I said, everyone has a story. Me and every and I'm doing this out of. the love of writing rather than the love of being a author for me being an author is an added bonus for me it's writing so like i could write honestly anything like i'd like to write about finance i'd like to write about as i said i read i wrote a blog about mindset of psychology trader i 
I'd written very weird stuff also on the internet, which <laughs> I am sometimes ashamed about also. But <laughs> there's so much written there. I'd love to, you know, talk about it, and I'd love to write something else too. So yeah, currently I'm writing a book, uh, roughly a story on uh, a person's uh, what I put it split personality and its manifestation into the real world. Okay. So it's a very weird concept, but I think okay. something I'm trying. Kind of play with. I hope it turns out to be something good. So we will soon see another book by Aditya Shah. Uh, so talking like the tangible question to the current scenario is: How do you then manage your you know trading time, your personal life, and your writing life? Like obviously now it's three life. Before writing, it was around only two life: your personal life and professional life. So I'll tell you the the best way to do time management for your time. is to know what your priorities are and i've been lucky that way that i've always lived alone so i mean okay. i've lived a lot of my time alone and i spent my college years in bombay and i lived then i lived in new york for a while and now i moved back home but since i've lived abroad i lived out of the house for maybe 8 years of my life i am very much comfortable with taking up my time and knowing what my priorities are so mm. a typical day for me starts off early early in the morning Like you know, like at seven a.m. and my trading time goes on till like five. To be honest, like right. by the time your markets are nine to three thirty, but you have excess work and paperwork to do after your trades. You have to always figure out your accounting. So there's a lot of issues and paperwork which you go. That goes. That takes most of my day, and then from five to maybe let's say nine, I'm available. That's my personal time. That includes the odd workout I wish to do. You know. Finding time for that while spending time with my mother because I like to have tea with her every evening. So I give her an art, tell me whatever's happened in her life. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of things which you do, and then I write at night whenever I feel like, from ten to maybe two a.m. in the morning, you know, whatever, keep whenever I feel like writing. Or either I'm writing or I'm watching something, some content which you know inspires me or helps me write or finds me a story. Like you know, the other day I was watching Aspirants on YouTube because I really wanted to hear that character and that song. Kacche Dhage got me, so I was like, "Let me watch Aspirants. Let me see something there might be." And keep on, keep on channeling yourself, right? Yeah, that's that's exactly. I mean, that should be the life should be when you are thinking. So as you are talking about, you know, your life and professional life, personal life. What's currently the motto in your life? Like how you see yourself or probably i will say motto in life that is the best question i mean there are so many i mean as top five you you, I, <laughs> obviously I mean, one so one, one cannot ask because it's really yeah. hard to pick up one but at least you can give it to five five <laughs> i mean i've read so many books about it like you know you had ronda brian talking about life you know manifestation and always the secret to success always want you know Keep on saying what you want, so that destiny will give it to you. You had, you know, Paul Coelho's alchemist destiny conspires theory altogether. There are so many, but I tend to believe that you should be like a child. Have take everything like an opportunity. Be a child. Look at everything as a child with a childlike enthusiasm. You know, be curious about everything. It works. Say yes to opportunities. Say yes to most things because. By saying yes, you're opening up yourself to a lot more, 
rather than saying no i mean you can be very comfortable in your comfort zone by saying no but i think you should always prefer saying yes i also believe that life is about people and relationships you know it's not about the materialistic things so you shouldn't have regrets you should always go for it and i think in the book i've mentioned this that you know life is about all edits you can edit your life the way you want to do it you know you can do whatever you want in your life because you're the hero in your own life so mm-hmm. you have to take up the chances as you can right right so if you want to make your movie interesting and you want to make a movie which you like watching you got to go ahead and do whatever you have to right so yeah there is that's, so that's a good way to from. that's a good way to look at it life like uh, even i read this somewhere like life is a multiplayer game rather than a single player game uh, so you need a team you need you know, that bonding and that's something that keeps you alive every single day hey yeah absolutely i believe life is pubg <laughs> life is pubg you need to coordinate with the five people in your team absolutely right. yaar because if you don't have a like everyone has a family everyone has a close knit unit of friends whoever and that will always hold you in good stead if you can't work with them you can't work with anybody right true true that's that's so true so like before before we end this conversation and it was actually great talking to you but i would love to know any three tips or any three things you will give advice for the upcoming writers like what you suggest from because from your writing journey so i'd suggest that firstly believe that you have a unique voice right and that your voice needs to be told because everyone around do you people who might not have this forget whether they have the skill or not they just don't have the mindset for it they will doubt you they will tell you it's not worth it okay right. so just believe that you have a unique voice first and that you have a story to tell that that belief has to be there that affirmation to yourself you should be giving it every day i have a story to tell and i can you know i'm sure i can tell it to the best of my ability first that has to come then after that focus on your process please be dedicated to your craft by giving yourself those 2 3 hours to develop a story just don't write a story for the sake of writing a story imagine every character literally write that character as if he is you or he is the person beside you like you can visualize his life and you can give it with utmost honesty because when you are writing a character you have to write the character honestly because any shortcut tactic to write a character or a side character is visible to the reader mm, that's true so ensure that characters you develop is honest and is well rounded that he has his motivations his goals his objectives and his you know emotions all maintained and mentioned those are two things i will mention to anybody who is writing a book just be very clear about these two things and third thing is just go for it don't bother just go for it close the damn door sit in your room and write there's nothing stopping you except yourself true true actually i mean most of people i like, get so many dms that how how would you write a book or have you even most people ask me like would you like to write a book with me and that kind of stuff but i am not in that mindset probably right now to you know 
go with the book or i do have so many ideas that i would love to explain to the world probably in future i will try so i'm collecting all of these snippets from all of the authors so i can you know sometimes use it for my unfair advantage in future and i want to come telling you honestly it's if you just today sat down and just wrote the 20 most important lines you ever heard in your life okay and seeing the amount you how well read you are you can easily pinpoint good short stories about each chapter about each line and write a right. nice book about it today if someone tells me to write a book or an article about one particular quote i can come up with a small short story around it right right it's because each quote has a meaning and that meaning is very important to life and true true it's very easy to tap into that emotion yeah i mean i i i i can resonate because i can write like even there is a one sentence i can explain that into at least by giving them some emotions background or some metaphor while you read a book or while you you know into this blogging journey you tend to do that kind of stuff so i do completely agree with that Abs- absolutely absolutely like if you take a quote from john f kennedy like ask not what you can do for your country but what a country can do for you that quote right and you take that quote you can make a lovely patriotic story about it it's very, it's True. very simple yeah exactly. and you can always have satirical you know commentary about society as is while using a quote from reference it's very yeah. easy to construct something that way. exactly i will definitely think about this when i want to write a book in the future but thank you so definitely. much for taking so much time taking that time from your day to day schedule and making this for the podcast no, I'll i will give you another hack as i yeah yeah continue as i said you can take 20 quotes and make that by writing a quote put in a book you're already anchoring an invest uh, readers emotions into that book because he would have recognized that quote from a particular time and phase right that yeah. automatically will be recognized so automatically he's buying into what you're writing that's another True. that's another hack yeah actually one quote that i will definitely add is life is more about this dest- journey rather than destination from you know wheel of time <laughs> absolutely yeah. life is always about the journey it's never about the destination destination is the same for everybody heaven yeah. or hell or whatever graveyard everyone has to end at some end point right so actually. so probably i will start with nothing Then you go with nothing. Yeah, that that's so true. I mean, probably I will add that quote in my future book if I think about Definitely. writing. Definitely looking it. forward to reading it. <laughs> Not sure yet, but probably soon. I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. And if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy this book, enjoy this conversation, then make sure you check out the book. The book is free for next a few days, so make sure you check out the link in the description and buy the book. Let me know what your thoughts about the book. Let me know everything you think about the book and this podcast. Make sure you rate that rate this podcast, whatever you are listening, whether it is on Spotify or Apple iTunes, whatever whether you are listening. Make sure you rate this podcast, review this. podcast and that's all for the today's podcast i will see you in the next one bye bye take care